Welcome to the Checkpoint Charlie podcast. I'm your host, Charlie James. As always, like, subscribe, and yada, yada, yada to this podcast. And while you're at it, make sure you tune in each weekday, 3 to 7, to News Talk 98.9 WORD for the Charlie James Show. I would certainly appreciate that. Janis Joplin saying, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. I don't know about that, but I do know what our founding fathers said about freedom, and they were absolutely right. Thomas Jefferson said, We are not to expect to be translated from despotism to liberty on a feather bed. In other words, you're going to have to fight for it. John Adams said, Straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to liberty, and few nations, if any, have found it. John Adams also said, I would define liberty to be a power to do as we would be done by. The definition of liberty, to be the power of doing whatever the law permits, meaning the civil laws, does not seem satisfactory. Now think about that for a second. This is John Adams. I would define liberty to be a power to do as we would be done by. The definition of liberty, to be the power of doing whatever the law permits, meaning the civil laws, does not seem satisfactory. That's what John Adams said, one of our founding fathers. And he's right about that. He's right. The world in which we are living in today, and certainly the nation which we are living in today, they're saying, well, you can be as free as the law permits. But that's not what the founding fathers wanted. We, they wanted us to be truly and wholly free. Thomas Paine said, He that would make his own liberty secure must guard even his enemy from oppression. For if he violates this duty, he establishes a precedent that will reach to himself. And we are seeing that today. And again, all over the world, Benjamin Franklin said, To those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. Folks, our founding fathers would abs- are absolutely rolling over in their graves right now. This country is going to hell in a handbasket, and the handbasket is on fire. We have lost and are losing every day more and more of our freedoms, our liberty. We have veered so far off the course that our founding fathers set us upon so many years ago, they would not even recognize this country. In fact, they would want to break free from a country that is doing what this country is doing and is trying to do to its citizens. Just look at what's going on today. Look at how you're being spied on by the United States government. Look how the U.S. government is actively tracking down Everybody, whether you were guilty of a crime or not, whether you were considered guilty of a crime or not, whether it doesn't matter. If you were in Washington, D.C. on January the 6th and you traveled there, they want to know everything about you. That's what they want. And they are actively doing this now. And and they've gotten so brazen, so bold about it that they're not even hiding it anymore. And the mainstream media certainly won't question them because the mainstream media is an ally of the United States government, especially the Biden administration. And of course, before that, the Obama administration. 
They are absolute allies. Whatever you say, we will do. Just don't come for us. Well, they're going to come for you. It's just like, it's just like Thomas Paine said. They will come to you if you don't defend those uh, who you oppose. And that's what you have to do. Edmund Burke, the people never give up their liberties, but under some delusion. We as a nation, especially the folks on the left, are under a delusion. And that delusion is that the United States government wants to help you, that the United States government wants to protect you. And that is not what they want. That is not in their best interest. What is in their best interest is what the globalists tell them to do. What the, uh, the, the <laughs> oh my gosh, what, what, uh, Klaus Schwab with the, with the World Economic Forum, what, what all of these people, they run at their beck and call. That's who they are really protecting in Washington, D.C. Those folks, George Soros. Those people are the ones that are really calling the shots in our country. And you can see this by their actions. Would you ever think that it would be okay to spy on somebody else's political campaign? I mean, after all, I thought that's why uh, uh, Nixon retired from office, because he was caught up in the Watergate scandal. And we're finding a lot more about that uh, here in the past coming days. We'll talk about that in a future podcast. But... The Obama administration actively, openly spied on the Trump campaign. The FBI had somebody in the Trump campaign. They did wiretap Trump Tower, just like Trump said they did. And there's evidence that they even spied on Trump after he was in the White House. I don't remember that ever being the duty of the United States government, especially our intelligence agencies. But they're getting more bold now. They're getting more bold because they've got support. They've got support from the folks on the left. They've got support from the DNC. They've got support, of course, from the mainstream media, as I said. So they are able to openly and actively go out and do these things that they're doing right now. Could you imagine trying to jail a political opponent just as short as a decade, 15 years ago? No, it would not have been done. But because they were able to gin up so much hatred for Donald Trump that they threw away all reason, they threw away the laws, they threw away everything that made this country great with one mantra, and that's get Trump. We even found out that the the Hillary Clinton campaign, they were the ones that bought and paid for the Steele dossier. Now, when Christopher, uh, not Christopher Wray, when Jim Comey found out about this Steele dossier, he went and told President Trump about it. But he left out a key point there, and you can look all of this up if you like. Comey left out a very key point, and that was who paid for the Steele dossier. And we all know that that was from the Hillary Clinton campaign. And furthermore, we also know that the FBI and the intelligence community knew that the whole Russian collusion thing was all BS. But they allowed the investigation to go on. They allowed all of that show trial to go on. They allowed all of it to happen at great taxpayer expense, I might might add. They allowed that to happen because they, too, wanted to get Trump. So now that they have found out what they can do, now they're going to push the envelope.
We know that we've got some serious issues with government overreach here in the United States, but what about other countries? Well, believe it or not, it's actually worse. As bad as it is here, it could always get worse. And that's exactly what's happening in other countries. Over in England, they arrested a guy named Tommy Robinson. Now, Tommy Robinson just got out of jail not long ago. And the reason that Tommy Robinson was in jail was because he, as an independent journalist, was investigating um, Middle Eastern grooming gangs in London. These gangs who would take children and groom them for sexual service. And we're talking about very young children. So as Tommy Robinson, as a journalist, remember, was investigating this, some of the people that were doing the grooming complained to the British authorities that Tommy Robinson was harassing them. So what did the British authorities do? Did they go after the grooming gangs? No. No, they did not. They went after Tommy Robinson. And they gave Tommy Robinson a cease and desist order, their version of a cease and desist order. Well, Tommy Robinson violated that because he knew this story was big and he knew this story needed to get out to the, the, the people of Great Britain. And for his troubles, he was tried and convicted and thrown in jail. Well, like I said, Tommy Robinson recently got out of jail and there was a protest, a pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian protest in London. Thousands of people were in the streets, all chanting things like death to Great Britain and death to Israel and yada, yada, yada. And they were uh, uh, waving banners talking about overthrowing the British government and how they were going to install uh, Sharia law throughout the land of Great Britain. And uh, there was nothing anybody could do about it. So Tommy Robinson was there and he was reporting on this. And you know what happened? I think you can guess they decided that Tommy Robinson was the threat. He was the threat. Amid those, one guy, amid thousands of people calling for Sharia law and the overthrow of the British government, Tommy Robinson was arrested by the police in London. Well, that is what you get in Sadiq Khan's London these days. You get arrested for telling the truth. You get arrested. And you want to talk about simply being arrested for the color of his skin? That's exactly what happened. That is exactly what happened. Because Tommy Robinson was this white British male. He got thrown in jail because of the, uh, the, 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 the people that were protesting on behalf of Hamas and, Palestine, and the Palestinians. They decided that they were intimidated by Tommy Robinson. So the British government said... Okay, we'll throw him in jail. And they did. They threw him in jail. Over in Ireland, this is going to blow your mind. Over in Ireland, Ireland's Green Party Senator Pauline O'Reilly was up in Parliament there in Ireland the other day. And listen to what she said about freedom. When you think about it, all law, all legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace 
then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. Can you believe that? That the, according to her, the British Constitution is there to restrict freedom. Think about that for a minute. That the entire basis of that country and that country's government is there for one reason and one reason only. To restrict the amount of freedom that the people of Ireland have. And I guess they're okay with it because they keep voting these nut jobs into office. How much more are people going to tolerate throughout the land? I mean, literally, how much more? Now, these were people, these were people that were, weren't they uh, not long ago talking about how they wanted their freedom from, from England? How they wanted to be free from the crown? How they wanted the crown's foot off their necks? And now look what's happened. That's the thing with liberals. That's the thing with the folks on the left. They talk about freedom, but they really don't mean it. You know, freedom's a hard thing, and they want to take it away from you at every single turn. And they believe they are the ones that get to decide just how free you can be. It's their decision. The United Nations has come up with a plan that they want to control your speech. Now, this is the U.N., now, I don't know about you, but the last time I went to the polls, I didn't vote for anybody in the U.N. Do you remember that when you went? No, I, I didn't. Well, the United, Agent, uh, United Nations has unveiled a plan to regulate social media and online communication while cracking down on what it says is false information and conspiracy theories. It's a 59-page report that was released this month. The UN Educational, Cultural, and Scientific Organization, UNESCO, outlined a series of concrete measures which have to be implemented by all stakeholders. We're talking about governments, regulatory authorities, civil society, platform, the platforms themselves. And it includes imposing the imposition of global policies through institutions like governments and businesses designed to stop the spread of various forms of speech while promoting objectives like cultural diversity and gender equality. What they want to do is create an Internet of trust. <laughs> oh, oh, imagine that. An Internet of trust uh, run by the United Nations. That sounds plausible, doesn't it? and information of trust, then they want to target what they call misinformation, disinformation, hate speech, and conspiracy theories. So what are some of these things that might be restricted? Oh, if you have a concern about elections, well, you need to keep it to yourself. If you have concerns about public health, maybe you don't believe the vaccines are harmless. You need to keep that to yourself. And maybe uh, you could, <laughs> if you advocate for anything that could incite to discrimination, well, that you need to keep to yourself. That's what they're trying to do. 59-page report. The Biden administration, I guarantee you, is more than willing to sign off on this, to say, yes, we agree with everything you're trying to say. I mean, we've already seen it. We saw it during COVID. We saw it during the election. We've seen it. We've seen this movie and we know the ending sucks. But we also, what we also know is that we were right about who did it all along. That's why they want to silence us. Because remember, it's only the conservatives that were silenced during COVID. It was only the conservatives that were silenced during the, during the election. And if the United Nations is, is, is going to do this, conservatives 
will be the only ones that will be silenced. This is the Checkpoint Charlie Podcast.